Welcome to the Life Podcast. We're so glad that you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. Well, welcome church and welcome to everybody that's online in locals this morning. So good to be connected. And, you know, I was just thinking uh, over the last few weeks, the desire that I had from really a young girl, always had a desire and thought it would be such a cool job to be a midwife. <laughs> I didn't get there because I left school when I was 15. I didn't, didn't go back to study, but it was, a, it was a desire in my heart. I just thought it'd be so amazing to have the privilege to be someone to facilitate a life, bringing a life into the world. And I've let that um, desire known to many of my friends over the years, and I've had the privilege, probably from my persuasion, of being at about seven or so births as a uh, support person. And just an incredible experience to see this life being brought into the world. But I'll never forget one experience of one friend that partway through her labour, uh, she just didn't announce to me and her husband is like, this is it, I'm done with this, I'm going home, I don't want to do this anymore. And she literally thought and was trying to get off the table and that she could go home. And it took a lot of convincing to let her know that she had to stay and finish what she started, that she was not going anywhere. And then the life came and she was forgot all about the pain. It's amazing that that happens. You know, straight after I gave birth, Paul said, would you do it again? I was like, give me a break. I'm like, five minutes later. But in the natural, uh, when a woman conceives, she's given the responsibility to carry a life within her and then to uh, bear the child, to give birth, to be committed to that process and then facilitate a home for that little life to grow and develop and hopefully become a loving, caring human being and have an influence on their world. And at the same time, spiritually, we've been given an incredible, mind-blowing opportunity to carry God within us. I don't know about you, but that literally does just mess with my head. The fact that we get to carry the most precious life, the most precious gift in God. The gift of his Holy Spirit living in and through our lives. And, you know, this powerful gift has the potential in it to carry God's infinite power. We've been given that gift. In, in Galatians 5.25, the title of this message is called God Carriers. And it says, if we live by the Holy Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. If by the Holy Spirit we have our life in God, let us go forward walking in line, our conduct controlled by the Spirit. But we have this war going on within us of the spiritual man and the natural man working in tandem almost at, against each other. And, you know, the question is, 
what is or who are we allowing currently if we contemplated our life where we're at, who are we allowing to direct our path? We've been given this incredible privilege to be God carriers and not only to experience this love for ourselves, but actually to be someone that will carry that and give to other people on God's behalf. But the reality is like my friend found on the table, to carry and birth something, it costs. And God has chosen us each and every one of us in this room to presence himself in and carry him to the world. Now, carrier is someone that is a bearer, somebody that is a transporter. And a facilitator is someone who helps bring about an outcome. That's what we get to do with our life. We're not here just filling up space, biding time, just existing. We're here on purpose and carrying a life-giving presence of God himself within us. The power that we carry, which is God himself, has the power to influence and bring change to atmospheres, circumstances, and influence outcomes. Isn't that amazing? We get to do that. We get to partner with God and be part of that. And I don't know about you, but I, I for one, want more of that in my life. I want me, Marie, to move out of the way more so that more of God can be in here so that I can have a great, greater influence on this world. So how much do we fully understand and walk out that mind-blowing truth? I was asking myself that question as I've been preparing this message. How much of that do I really live in? That I carry God and the power to change atmospheres and outcomes. If I choose to focus in on the God in me and not the Marie in me. And it's, as Christians, it's so vital that we live mindful of that. We so often just go into every day in our own strength and our own ability and not really often carrying the, the revelation that we are carrying God into the world. We have that power within us. And not only, it, 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 that's what defines us as Christians. It's not that we're better people, but what defines us is that we have God, not only on our side, but working in and through our life. And not only does it define us and benefit and empower our life, it also has the, we have the potential to influence and bring hope to others. And that was our mission from Jesus. That's what he did when he was on this earth. He was full of God. And he left a mission with us to go and take that God into the world through our life. In Luke 17, 20 to 21, a question was asked of Jesus. And he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come. 
And he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. It's within me. Have we allowed God to make home in us? Have we allowed him that space? How much room have we given him? When you think about rooms in your life, how many rooms does God occupy? How much room does he have? So I just wanted to talk about a few observations from God carriers that I've noticed today. And one of the first things is they live from a kingdom perspective. That's one thing Jesus did. He didn't live for himself. He lived from a God mission that came out of having a God, a kingdom perspective. And it changed everything he did. Because when we live with a kingdom's perspective, we, we don't live like in the mundane. We don't just exist. We live on purpose. We live on kingdom purpose. And we live with the understanding that God is in us and we are going to influence those that are around us because of the God in us. Every three weeks we go into a cancer clinic where Paul has to sit in a chair, get a line in his arm and have immunotherapy go through his body. And I observe the people around him because when he walks in to that cancer clinic, he walks in carrying a kingdom perspective. He's on a kingdom mission. And it's influencing everybody in that room. Because what happens is there, there's an open space where the nurses are in the middle and then there's chairs lined up on either side where the patients are being infused for all different types of cancer. But Paul is carrying something different. And I watched the people around thinking, what are they really putting in that guy? Because he's so happy. He's so positive. He's so giving outside of himself. Yet he's sitting in the chair with terminal cancer. But he's on kingdom mission. And it's influencing the room. It's influencing my life. But I can see, I have watched the people and most people have a support person with them sitting in the chair beside. And I literally last week saw this lady just smiling who was there with her husband because of Paul's influence, of the fact that he was carrying. She may not understand what it is yet, but he's bringing influence. And the truth is we carry and can influence other lives with what we carry and change atmospheres either way. We can be carriers of the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of his spirit, which is life, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, hope, and influence those around us and our world. Or we also can be carriers and the facilitators of the fruit of fear, disappointment, bitterness, envy, unforgiveness, unresolved issues. They don't resolve themselves. They, carry, they follow us around 
self and also influence those around us in our world because all these things facilitate their own fruit. That's a big thought. Because what we carry influences other people. Before I became a Christian, I was carrying a whole lot of things around with me. For example, fear was one of them. And fear facilitated a lack of trust in my life, a lack of confidence, a lack of freedom in my mind, because I lived fearful. And fear, uh, an abandoned orphan spirit I was carrying around, which facilitated a victim mentality. Because I had lost so many people that loved me or had been hurt, I was carrying around that victim mentality, a hopelessness, and a depression was the fruit of that, that I was facilitating. Unforgiveness was another one, and that facilitated a hardened heart. It facilitated suspicion of other people. And it also facilitated brokenness. And I was living far from a kingdom purpose or mission. I was more living for eternity. We heard that spoken of a few weeks ago, rather than living from eternity, hoping somehow I would get to heaven one day. Wrong perspective that actually bore fruit in my life without any purpose, no change. I was existing but not living. And when the Holy Spirit moved into my life, because that's what he does, when we ask Jesus to come into our life, the power of his Holy Spirit, which is God himself, moves in. And that power has the ability to evict all those other things out of our life so that he can have that space and fill those rooms. So when he moved in, the things that I was carrying around, I had to and still have to, from time to time, lay them down and ask him to come and fill that space. I have to allow his spirit to arrest my mind, my thinking, my life, and allow him to control those areas in my life that have tried to pull me down and get a kingdom perspective. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardness or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power, love and a sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Like I said before, we live within the realms of those two the natural and the supernatural. But a kingdom perspective infuses a bold faith within us, not a timid, fearful response. And it brings the supernatural into our natural. In 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, every scripture has been inspired by the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. It will empower you by its instruction and correction giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. In my own life, my mind and 
my soul have needed restoring. And it's been the word of God that has transformed that thinking and still does do that today. There's an exchange that we have to allow him to take what is natural and fill that space with who he is. A few weeks ago, or it might have been last week, Pastor Paul said how that thieves will gain access to what's not secured in our life. And then Pastor Peter Powell, that was last week, Pastor Peter, that's right, he said that we need to secure the word before we need it. And that's so true. So that when the enemy and the thief comes to us, he's not going to steal anything. Because you are carrying a kingdom perspective and you are living a kingdom mission. When Pastor Paul first received the diagnosis that he had, the first one was inoperable brain tumours. I'll never forget Luke and I going to the hospital and having to leave him by himself. It was just a horrible experience. Because of COVID, we weren't allowed to stay. We had to leave and come back the next morning because they wanted to do some more tests on him the next morning. And he had that word... Um, spoken over him, which was a fair enough, it's a di- it was a real diagnosis. But after leaving him, in the early hours of the morning, Paul went and got a God word. And it was the God word that God gave him at 3.30 in the morning, where previously he hadn't even been able to cognitively actually think straight. But here he came, the first thing he said to Luke and I in the morning is God has spoken to me and it changed his perspective and it's that God word to this day that we are living with kingdom perspective and on purpose with so God carriers live from a kingdom perspective they also marinate in God's presence Jesus took time out from the noise in the crowd to marinate in God's presence to be filled up in who the Father was, to listen to him. Because we're influenced by who we spend time with. We become like them. We become in sync with them. You know, in that infusion that Paul has every three weeks, he has to sit and wait for it to go through his body and marinate over the areas that it needs to go into. And it's only a little little bag, maybe 70 mil bag of whatever is in there, the immunotherapy. But it takes time to be absorbed in his body to do any good. It's like with God, we need to actually take time and allow the infusion of his presence in those spaces in our life. And we're believing, obviously, that with the immunotherapy and God's infusion, both those things are at work in his life and in our life. There's so many examples I can give throughout my lifetime, but I'm like, man, I've been talking too much already. The time's going, but hope you're still with me online. (laughs) Bye, guys. But I remember a time which is very significant in my early 20s. I was carrying around, unknown to me how much it was affecting me, I was carrying around 
grief from when my father died when I was 10 years old. And still in my 20s, I lived with a sad spirit. And it was affecting me. It was hindering me because if we don't allow God to take the disappointment, and I was carrying around the disappointment that he wasn't in my life. I'd look at other people, been to many weddings where the dad walked the girl down the aisle, and I would think that's never going to be my reality. He'll never see his grandchildren, all those things. And it was affecting me because I was carrying it inside of me. And I'll never forget in a place of worship where the Holy Spirit had access to come and tap me on the shoulder and say, Marie, you need to let go. You've got to let go of your dad and take my hand and walk away because it's stopping you, it's hindering you from receiving more of who I am but also from receiving and giving love to other people. Because I had a wall. I was like, no one's ever going to fill that space ever again. And so I did. It took a little bit of time, still in his presence, to finally get to a place where I said, okay, I, I let go. And I allowed the Holy Spirit to flood that space and infuse who he is and bring joy in the place of bondage and sadness. Because when something is marinated, it's tenderized. And a marination in his presence tenderizes and aligns our heart to his. Psalm, uh, Psalm 1611 says, For you bring me a continual revelation of resurrection life, the path to the bliss that brings me face to face with you. And then, you know, people's counsel can be awesome and we need people but I found with the deep things that need changing in my life I have to be in the presence of God for him to come in and do what only he can do the hope and the healing and the exchange that can take place so God carries live from a kingdom perspective marinate in God's presence and then finally understand God's authority in you. <coughs> Excuse me. I might just have a sip of water if that's okay, somebody. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Somebody. Mm. <coughs> Jesus was surrendered to the authority of his father. Because he was surrendered, he lived and ministered from that authority. I love the prayer that Pastor Luke prayed at the beginning because he prayed with authority that he believed what he was asking for. He believed in the authority in him and the authority in God because God can do miracles because he has that authority. But we also have been commissioned to carry that authority with us. Romans 8.11 says, But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your natural bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. When I gave my life to Jesus and said yes to Jesus, and when you gave your life to Jesus, you give life to and surrender to the authority of who he is. And it brought radical salvation to my life. Radical instant salvation came because I surrendered to his authority. 
You know, sadly, some people I know that have said yes to Jesus or yes to salvation, but they haven't said yes to him having the authority in their life because they still want the authority. And it hasn't always ended that great. They got off the table, so to speak, when the going got tough. But God wants us to live in the authority that he's given us through Jesus. We can overcome all things, he says, when we understand that we can surrender to and engage with his Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that took the keys from hell off the powers of the principality, off the principalities and powers that rule this earth and said, no more. We can confidently stand and live in that authority. The Bible says that demons tremble at the name of Jesus. We carry that authority to speak to whatever comes against us, whoever comes against us, whatever spirit is trying to pull us down and say, no, I stand in the authority of God. He lives in and works through me. He sets prisoners free. His authority brings dead things to life. His authority has the final say. So living a kingdom perspective, we live with kingdom mission. Our life's not our own. We are not our, the focus, but we live on purpose for others. Marinating in his presence infuses life to us. When, when we make that exchange in his presence and give him what's trying to pull us down and make room in our life. When fear tries to make its room, I, I have to say, you know, I can't say that fear hasn't been knocking on my door during this season that we're walking in right now. It has come to me. Despair has come at times. Overwhelming thoughts have come. But I've had to learn to go and marinate in God's presence because an exchange takes place. And I have people saying to me all the time, how are you? I first ask, how's Paul? And then, but how are you? Because, and I, I understand it's honestly the kindness for people's hearts. It's often harder for the caregiver than the person going through I was like, no, I don't agree with that. The person going through is going through a lot. But I also, they, they still think, I said, actually, you know what? Um, I have my moments, but overall, I'm good. I feel strong because I know God's with me. And I go, yeah, yeah, but. But I've got to go to God. That's the but. Because it's not me. It's him and the prayers of so many people. I so appreciate prayer. But then I've got to live and we all need to live and understand the authority that we carry because it contains transforming power. It contains transforming power. When we surrender to it, we can stand in it. Now maybe this morning um, you haven't had the opportunity yet to have this amazing life within you. The power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God himself made possible to us through Jesus Christ. 
and him coming on the earth, carrying God, showing us a way, and giving us an opportunity to accept him into our life and not walking alone. Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want? I often say, I don't know how people live without God in their life. (coughs) How they walk out, the challenges that come to all of us. None of us are exempt from challenge. But we don't have to do it alone. We can do it in the power and transforming power of Jesus. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We trust that you were encouraged by this powerful message. You always have a place to call home here at Life. And we invite you to join us for our Sunday services at any of our Auckland campuses. If you're not in Auckland, then check us out, Church Online, wherever you are in the world. Just head to lifenz.org or download the Life app to stay connected and find out more.